0: Hello, what is it? It's Tuesday, and it's time for Soulful. You want to know how to get your business found and chosen online? Well, don't move. We're coming right back with Antonia Padmore. Welcome to.
1: Um, is she laughing about me? If you're talking about me, you sound like some reject Sesame Street announcer or something. <laughs> Hello. Oh,
0: I am going away. I'm sorry we're. Act- Didn't your mother always tell you how to behave in front of company? I'm so sorry we're acting like this, um, Antonia. She's, it. she's going to get a scolding when this is all over. With. I love you. <laughs> We're on the internet. I know I can cuss, but I'm going to remain like a lady.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Hi, I'm Janet, the lady, the retailer. I'm Nikia. Hey,
1: yeah, I'm Toya.
0: The one with the scarf on. <laughs> go ahead. I told you. You could go ahead.
2: Uh, hi, my name is Antonia. I'm so glad that you ladies invited me on today. <laughs>
0: We're glad you're here. We're yes. so glad. Sorry about our few seconds before we had some house, household things we needed to take care of. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, today, we have the lovely guest, Antonia Padmore, joining us because we're going to be talking about the essentials of getting your business found and chosen online. So, of course, you know, we start off every Tuesday with what you're working on, Nakia, what you working on today? Uh today I worked on clearing up a payment issue that wasn't a payment issue. So I wasted a lot of time today. <laughs> what okay, clearing up a payment issue that wasn't a payment? So yep. the money was there? It was sitting there. Since Nakia. Sunday. Nakia. Oh, My yeah. systems failed. My systems failed. I'm going to I'm gonna look into that. Dubsado failed you. Yes, Dubsado still said it was outstanding, and PayPal never notified me. Oh, we got to chat about that. That's another day for another time because the money got to be there. The money has got to be there. Okay. Well, today I worked on. I had meetings after meetings after meeting. Oh my gosh, what was today? Meeting Tuesday. Um, so I had several discovery calls. One of my clients didn't show up, um, but I haven't even had chance to reach out her to check on her. But the other two were very three. Yeah, the other three were very successful. And so I'm joining with a new client to help her for an event in July. So and then we're working with the police because of the young lady with the bandana. Tupac's wife, yeah, we're working with the police. So it's been a great day. Toya, what you working on?
1: Tupac's wife, I wish. So yes, yeah, <laughs> so, ha- great morning, guys. Um, as Janice stated, we worked, uh, we had a couple of calls with some clients that were very, very, very fun. And um, I love when we we're able just to, to dig in, especially with creating running shows, just dig in, collaborate, and get things done. So I, had a, I enjoyed working with clients this morning. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Great, great. So Antonia, welcome. You have to tell us what you worked on today.
2: Well, okay. Um, Today, uh, in addition to normally working with clients um, to help them be found and be chosen online, um, I myself am working on starting an entrepreneurial side hustle which I watched one of your videos all about why a side hustle is important and why you should have one. So that's something that I was working on. And I did a lot of research on business banking and learned a little bit about neobanks and fintech. So very interesting. Lots of lots of information going on in my brain today.
0: <laughs> oh, look, she, she want to know where her money at. <laughs> yeah i did a lot of banking yeah mm-hmm. i've got to know where those dollars are coming yeah, from and you. where they're going. That's right. <laughs> well let's definitely get into it because you know in this day and age especially since the last year and a half we have gone to totally virtual mm-hmm. online is everything so we definitely want to know how to get our businesses found and chosen online, and none other than the expert, Antonio Padamore is here with us. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Well, I met her first on a, a platform called Alignable. She is so dope. You are going to love everything she has to offer. But she has great experience in consulting with small to medium-sized businesses, assisting them with growing and staying connected in a meaningful way, because you want that—you want to be connected with your your consumers. She developed a business consulting skills, working for companies like Microsoft and Wayfair, and understands the multiple perspectives and the challenges business go through. Her passion, and she really has a passion for digital marketing and contributing to a business success, has brought her to the Rev Local, which we're going to learn about later. Rev Locals culture of services, their clients, and depth of knowledge in the industry, along with innovation, has allowed Antonia to feel right like she where she belongs. In her spare time, Antonia loves to travel. Born in Germany, maybe we'll get a little German today. I don't know, just a little bit. Um, she caught One the, the travel bug early and was blessed to have experienced in living in Europe at a young age. She's also lived all over the United States, from Maine to California and New York, right down the street to Graceland, Tennessee. Where your guitar? where your guitar? She now calls Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home with her husband, two kids, and a small zoo of families. If you're looking for a trusted partner, and I'm telling you she's trusted, uh, to help you navigate the digital marketing landscape, Antonia would love to give would love for you to give her a call and discuss your marketing strategy. She really helped me with some things in regards to my social media and my Instagram. So welcome everyone to Antonia Padamore. Thank,
2: Thank you. I'm so and I'm so glad that I was able to help. Um, honestly, for me, that's kind of the spirit of everything that I do, and that's where you know you talked about that passion. For me, that's where the passion comes from is, you know, being able to, you know, help a business when they're not 100% sure what the next steps are or what should they do or what's the most effective way. Um, and I think a lot of times just talking to somebody, you know, can help guide you in the right direction and make you think about, you know, well, well, what is effective and where should I be? When we talked about the money, where should I be putting the money? <laughs>
0: That is true. That is true.
2: So you know when people first think about
0: being online, and 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 it's such a funny because there's half of the people who are like, yeah, I don't mind being on social media, and then there's there's like some of us are like, no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. What is your first concept of convincing them that they do need to be online, that they do need to make their presence
2: known? I think a big piece of it is you have to think about who are you trying to reach and where are they? So regardless of your comfortability um, or whether you see value in it, like I worked with a business recently who the owner is an older gentleman. He does not believe in social media. He doesn't have social media. He knows nothing about it. He doesn't use it. Um, but when we had a conversation about like, why aren't you engaging in social media? Why aren't you on it? Why aren't you? It was really all about his perceptions. But when we stopped and talked about, well, who are the clients that you're trying to invite into the business? Who are you trying to reach? All of them are on Facebook. And so if you want to get in front of them that's where they are. That's where they're going to discover you. Um, so I think that's really the important question to ask yourself when you're asking, you know, do I need to engage in social media? Should I get on social media? The question needs to stem from, where are your people? Um, and a Large demographic is on Facebook and that's where people are discovering things. The other piece that Janet and I worked on together was Instagram. So Instagram is a huge portal right now for introducing your brand to people and introducing who you are, um, especially if it's visual, right? Like if you have a visual business, um, whether it be retail, whether it be entertainment, um, you know, being able to get on that platform and engage with people um, really helps to get you out there.
0: So do you think that with those platforms because today we heard a little joke um facebook is for the older generation and instagram is for the younger generation do you think they still equally serve their purpose or do you think one propels the other or if you even think youtube is propelling the t- you know do you think there's a level between all the social media platforms there
2: I do. I do. And I think that's a great point. Um, I think that we do see that there are certain people and certain demographics that gravitate towards each platform. Um, And so the question does need to be, who am I trying to reach and what platform are they on? So to your point, yes, Facebook in recent years has started to skew older. Um, So if you are, you know, trying to reach the baby boomer generation that's where they are. They're on Facebook. If you're trying to reach the millennials, Gen Z, the younger generation, then yeah, a lot of them are on Instagram and not a lot of them are on Facebook anymore. Um, And then as far as YouTube goes, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but YouTube has become the second most utilized search. So the first search is obviously Google, right? When you want to know something and you want to understand something, you're going to jump on Google first. But the second place out of every place you could search that people are searching is they're going to YouTube directly and they're typing into the search there. So they're typing things like, how do I become a virtual assistant? what are the steps to becoming a virtual assistant um and so if you are offering services um you know or how do i find a virtual assistant how do i hire or how do i know i'm hiring a good virtual assistant people are searching for things like that on youtube um and so by creating content when you're doing that search you're getting in front of them wow they that's very interesting it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did y'all know? Cause I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was the second most um search engine, but I didn't know that we
2: should put our content on it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and that's kind of where too these these things about you hear niches, um, you know, you have to have a niche, you have to talk to your niche. Um, a big piece of that is there are areas that people aren't talking, right? They're not talking to those people. And so if you can get in there and talk to your people, your people are there, they're searching for you, then you get in there before anybody else does. Um, And that's kind of how these things happen where they become viral, you know, that you see these viral YouTube stations and really they started out because they were talking about something that nobody else had talked about yet.
0: Oh, okay, that that explains that explains it a little bit more. So what would you what would you say are the first important steps of getting your business no, notice online?
2: So I think that the very first thing, um, and we're gonna go back to Google. I think a lot of businesses jump the gun with marketing and especially with online marketing there are so many avenues you can go down right when you say like when we had our conversation janet and i said to you you know well what's what's digital marketing you know you had some ideas and the fact is that a lot is digital marketing right you know email marketing campaigns Um, Getting on YouTube, getting on social media, that's all digital marketing. Paid ads, that's digital marketing. Showing up in search results, that's digital marketing. Having a beautiful website, that's digital marketing. So there's a lot. Um, But the first place that I think every business should start is getting their setup on Google so that when people are searching, you're showing up. Because like we said, that's the number one, the first place people go is Google. Um, and so a lot of businesses I see and I, I, I you know, consult with, they start you know, a little bit ahead of the game where they think if I'm going to pay for paid ads, that's going to get me in front of people. So I'm going to throw this budget at, at paid advertising. Well, what ends up happening is if they don't have their Google presence Sorted first and they don't have their website set up first. The first thing that people do when they see a paid ad is they want to research you Nobody is going to see an ad that you put out and immediately decide I'm going to do business with them They need some time you need to work on them So the first thing they do is they're going to go and search your business and if they search you and they can't find you Or it's not a great showing Then you lose confidence You know, so you grabbed them enough to do the search and then you lost them. So what I really recommend all businesses do is start by making sure that their presence is what they want it to be on Google, which means that when people search for the keywords that are associated with your business, that you show up Um, and preferably that you show up ahead of your competition. So you know who you're competing against in your market and you're taking active steps to make sure that you're showing up in front of them.
1: Whoa.
0: So is that why sometimes on Google ads, um, people will say, I'm getting a lot of clicks, but I'm not getting any responses. Correct. It's because they look and now they go to further investigate, but they're not happy with what they investigated or they they just chose to go other places or et cetera. That's what those clicks. Yeah. Oh,
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so my whole, my whole consult with clients is, you know, let's make sure that you have a website. A lot, of, a lot of conversation is, you know, well, do I need a website? I mean, I have a Facebook page. Do I have to have a website? Um, and the answer is yes, you have to have a website. <laughs> and you'd be surprised um, in this day and age how reasonable it is to have a website. Um, a lot of clients think that it's this huge expense, you know, to, to have their own website. Um, but actually, it's really a reasonable, you know, investment in your business, and it does a lot for you. Number one, it takes all of the control and puts it in your court. So when you're depending on Facebook and you're depending on Instagram, they own all of that property, right? Everything you put up there is theirs. So at a moment's notice, they could decide we don't like what she posted. We're going to kick her off. There goes all that work you did to put all that effort into Facebook. um, Where if you have your own website, that's yours. You own that. Nobody can tell you what you can and cannot put up there. Um, And that keeps you safe in a way. Also, all of the contact through your Facebook um, helps you build your email list. And that's incredibly valuable too. Um, because then you're building a direct relationship with people and that's your email list. And you own that as opposed to trusting that you're going to get your leads and get your information through a third party like Facebook or Instagram. So that's, I mean, that's something that I really feel passionately about every business needs a website. Um, And again, when people go to search for you, they're going to want to see that you have a website, right? If you don't have a website and your competitor does, Who are you you more likely to do business with? Who are you more likely to believe is a legitimate business that can take care of my needs because I see that they've got a website? I mean, let me ask you that question, ladies. Does it make a difference to you when you're looking to work with somebody? If they have a website and they don't, yeah, it yeah. makes a difference to me.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a great question. Also, I wanted to to talk about real quickly how you said, you know, Instagram can take you off, you know, Facebook. I think a couple of, of us have had that um, happen to us here recently. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think oh, almost a whole month of March and April, yep. definitely a long time. I was kicked off of Facebook and that's primarily how I connect with my audience is, is via Facebook. So I'm glad that I have that website. You know, <laughs> yeah. So people, you know, I like I look at it as like your house. Like we don't, like you said, we don't own those places, but I can own my little piece of real estate with my with my you know website. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that you you mentioned that. And I know um, in the virtual war, we we will tell people you can get started without a website because you absolutely can. But at the end of the day, like you just said, someone who has you know information and shows that they have taken the time to uh, create content to, uh, for potential clients versus someone who doesn't, um, you know, nine times out of 10, it's going to be the person who has a website that, that they're going to look at a little longer, you know? So thank you for mentioning that.
0: Well, I'm so glad the Lord has been blessing me, even though I've been living mm-hmm. out on the street because I have still <laughs> been able to get clients, but Lord, I need a home. So we need to work on that website. Here. Okay, Father, did you hear me talking to you, Father? okay right. thank you father because i'm tired of living <laughs> out on the streets you know okay you can all make right. as many okay.
1: reels as you want to on instagram and they're great and they attract people but when instagram said we don't want you reeling for us no more as is it
2: yeah yeah it's always good to have a backup plan
1: <laughs> that's right all right I'm that's i'm gonna right. get off the streets i'm gonna
0: get off the streets, and y'all are gonna be the first to know mm. awesome <laughs> awesome
2: awesome um so then, yeah, once you, once you have your website, um, the next step is to put you on the map, literally. So as far as Google's concerned, when people go and search for a service, a business, um, I don't know if you're using, you know, your phones, I mean, being virtual assistants, you're on your computers all day. Um, so you might use your computer a lot more. Um, but when you search for something on the right-hand side, a map appears with the business's information. Now that map is called your Google My Business page. Mm -hmm. And that is crucial for you to own and control because when you set that up with Google and it's free to do. So I recommend anybody that has a business, if you haven't, looked into setting up your Google My Business page. It's something that you can do 100% for free through Google. Um, It allows you to put all of your business's information there, pictures, um, you know, services. You can list your services there for people who are, you know, looking to discover you. Um, But it's really important that you utilize the tools that Google gives you because all Google is, is an index of the internet. That's it. Right, it's, it's going anytime someone searches, it's going through the internet and it's trying to find what's the best answer for this query. And the way that Google decides what the best answer is, is it will look and see, can I see this business in multiple places online? Is their information accurate? And is it consistent? Does it look the same everywhere I look? And those are the part of the pieces you hear the term, the algorithm, you know, mm-hmm. nobody really knows, like, what is that? What is the algorithm? Um, and the truth is really nobody knows 100% sure what the whole <laughs> algorithm. I don't even know if Google knows what the algorithm is at this point. <laughs> They've got, you know, AI and the computer itself is thinking about how to set it up. But a couple things we do know for sure is that the more accurate your business appears across the internet, the more places your business appears across the internet um, and the better you utilize the tools Google is giving you, the more likely Google will serve your business up as the answer. So a lot of times I'll get businesses asking me, okay, I have a website now, nobody's going to it. Why, (laughs) you know, what's the next step? Um, And the next step is to make sure that when people are searching for you, you're the one that shows up. Um, And part of it is starting that Google My Business page, making sure that you have all that information on there. Um, And that is where you you might've heard the term SEO, right? Search Mm -hmm. engine optimization. um, And then the other piece is SEM, search engine management. So those two pieces come in with that because the next step is to make sure that your... All set up, and that Google can find you, and that there's a reason that Google's going to choose you over everybody else. Um, and like I said, there's a lot of steps that you can do that are free to you. It just takes your time and takes you taking that initiative to do it. Um, the next step beyond that comes where you might want to talk to a professional, and that's where I come in. But there's definitely some things, there's definitely some things that you can do for free. Um, And I always tell clients, you know, when you want to work with a professional, you know, it's either, I don't want to do this. You know, it's not, this isn't the piece of my business I love. I don't want to do the marketing. It's too much. don't understand it. I don't want it. Or it's, I don't have the time for this. I mean, especially earlier talking to Toya, she's like, I can't even eat. (laughs) She's got all this stuff going on. So to ask ask a business owner to take time out to try and, you know, put together this marketing piece, can you do it? Absolutely. Do you have the time or do you want to? Possibly not.
1: (laughs) So Antonia, uh, my husband this was the, the approach that I took when helping him, you know, get his business set up. We, we went to Google, um, you know, we got re- everything set up just like, like you said, and yo, that takes time. That takes dedication. Mm-hmm. You know, it really <laughs> does. I remember deciding I wanted to do business. I couldn't, I had to kind of focus in on, on that stuff. And once I got it together, oh, it was beautiful. He got calls like at the yin yang, but it really, it takes a lot of time, you know, and it takes, and it takes perfecting. So it, it behooves you to call a professional so, yeah. so thank you. Yeah,
2: for You're sure. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to kind of get through that and get it all set up. Um, and sometimes, sometimes it is nice though to to get to people before they have to go through all of, before yeah. they realize, you know, Oh, this is awful. This takes so much work and and yes. how, how much more work could you have been doing towards your husband's business and towards your own business that you had to take away to do, that piece. That's right. That's right.
1: And he could have done that at all. You know, he could have done yeah. that at all. So, so yes. So,
0: awesome. so, so with the Google, my business, um, does Google use that as a reference point as well?
2: They do. Yeah. So if you're, if your information isn't accurate on there, that's a red flag for them. If your Facebook says something different, Than what Google, my business says, that's a red flag for them. So yeah, it's, it's very important that you have that accurately. And then, you know, again, like I said, the more you use the tools that Google is giving you, the more they like you, right. They're going to, they're going to use you. And that doesn't necessarily mean pay. I think a lot of times, you know, when I, when you talk to people and what their perceptions on marketing is, they're like, well, that person paid. That's how they got in front of everybody else. And there is a place for that, right? There is such a thing as paid ads. Mm -hmm. But really deeper than that is using what Google gives you, which is free. And then they say, oh, I like that. You know, the more pictures you put up, the happier they are. The more reviews you get on Google, the happier they are. The more you respond to those reviews, even if it's a positive review, jumping on and saying Thank you so much for taking the time out to tell me I'm awesome. I appreciate it. You know, something simple like that. Google sees, ooh, this business is engaged. This business is using what we've given them as a tool. Let me serve them up as a search result. Antonia, add a, a question. So
1: yeah. I realized the power of Google My Business for local businesses. What about virtual businesses like, like what we have?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, I think that even virtual businesses and online businesses have an opportunity to have that local search space as well. Um, So when we talk about the search, what I liken it to is kind of like a monopoly board. The more places that your business can show up on that monopoly board, the better. So what that means is if I search for you, and your website shows up what we call organically in the search results, that's great. But where else can I get it to show up? So if you create that local presence for yourself, what you're gonna do, and this is what a lot of service-based industries do, so plumbers, electricians, right? They don't have necessarily a physical address. They work out of their trucks. So what they do, what Google allows you to do is to put in an address that you then hide So nobody else sees that address. Google needs it because Google needs to verify that you're a real thing, you're a real person. But you can hide that address and then you can choose a service area. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that that's the only business you're ever gonna get is that service area. But the benefit there is that you're creating that extra space that you'll show up when people search for you. So there's value in that. Even if you're not necessarily trying to drive business from just the service area around you. Um, another piece to that, um, and I think it's a really great question you ask like, you know it, my business doesn't seem to have anything to do with that, should I do that as well? Um, with marketing, um, and, I, and I hear this a lot from clients are like, well well, shouldn't I just do this? Shouldn't I just do that? Um, A good marketing strategy is just that it's a strategy. It's a plan. It's no one thing that's going to make you successful. It's all the things you're doing that marry together. Um, And so when we talk about things like, I want to get more business in this market, you know, like I know, um, like for example, with Janet, you know, a lot of the people in the entertainment industry are directly in Atlanta. So how do I reach those people? That's who I want to sign up. That's who I want to be assisting is the people in Atlanta. So that's when things like, once you have everything we just discussed all set up, that's when paid ads make sense. That's how you get people from other markets to know about you, to know about your business. That's the purpose of paid ads is to introduce your business to a market that you may not have any presence in, or a call to action. You know, if you're running some kind of promotion, you know, all clients that sign up with me from now until June 30th get X, Y, Z. Then that's when you want to use paid ads.
1: So I love that you mentioned. I'm sorry, Janet. No, I'm just thinking. Okay, I love that you mentioned that um, these things, this is just a part. uh, It's a strategy and it's just a part of it. Like with marketing, all these things, like they work together. This is just one little piece of it. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Before we go on, I would like to mention, uh, I would like to give a shout out to all of our our soldiers out there. Thank you guys for joining us like you always do. I know Mama Dorch, she's around. I know Toya Williams is here, China, You know, Toya is our other, she's our fourth sister here. So we're glad to see you. We know you're working on a special assignment but we're glad that you're here in the comments and engaging. And don't forget, at the end of the of the show today, we want to do a, a drawing. Um, if you put hashtag soldiers, because we are soldiers, you are soldiers, we are a family. If you put that hashtag in the comments, you will be entered into the drawing to win a soldierful mug. Okay, so soldiers. Just yes, so. <laughs> and Tony, um,
0: just for some. So what are the what are the the things that could be a disadvantage of getting your business online. I know we've talked a lot about getting it, but I mean, could it be just an accidental, um, the way you place things online or the way you talk about your business or using the wrong search engine words? Are are there, what are there any disadvantages that you could do against your business being more um, vocal or visible online?
2: Yeah, so I around that mainly what I've seen is people investing their money in areas that aren't helping them grow. Um, you know, for example, you know, like we just had that conversation about paid ads and when it makes sense and when you should put the money in. Um, you know, businesses are starting there. They don't have anything else going, but they're going to pay, you know, $1500 To Facebook and Instagram to get some ads out there because they don't know where to start, you know, so they invest that money and then nothing comes of it because they don't have anything else. They don't have that strong presence online. They don't have that website set up. They don't have a following on any of the social media platforms. Um, And so I think that can be a disadvantage because, you know, especially with a small business, startup capital is a big deal. I know that as, um, you know, somebody who myself, I'm trying to grow a small business on the side and and startup capital is a real concern for me. And you don't want to invest those funds in an area that isn't going to see a return. Um, And I think a lot of times when people do try and do their own marketing they with good intention, right? They want to save money. They don't have a lot of money. You know, I don't have a lot of money to spend on marketing. I'm going to try and do it myself. Um, And then the detriment to them is that they pick areas that really aren't the most effective or doesn't make the most sense for them at that time to spend their money. And then there goes their capital and there's no return. Um, And so I think there can be a danger where, you know, I would rather have a client wait if they need to, to get the budget, to do the right thing online, then to throw money into a black hole, hoping for a return that may never happen.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Mm, that's interesting. So with Rev Local, do they give you phases um, of how you all strategically get us seen? Um, is that what you do in your daily talk with yeah. businesses?
2: They do, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, So, you know, one term that you may hear a lot is scalable. Mm -hmm. You know, is it scalable? Can it grow with me? Is it right for me now? Am I big enough to start doing this? Do I have to wait until I get bigger? Um, And that's something that I'm really passionate about and why I chose RevLocal as the company that I work for because their solutions are very scalable. They're good for all stages of business, whether you are just starting or whether you're an established brand and you're ready to grow. Now, um, the other thing that I really loved about it is we we had that conversation at the beginning um, about you know what is digital marketing and there's so much. And when you go and talk to somebody, you may hear different things from different people. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do this. You should you should do this. Um, but what I loved about RevLocal. Um, that really aligned with my beliefs in marketing, is that they picked four core strategies that are replicable for all businesses, and they make all businesses successful. Um, And those four strategies are, the first one is get Google straight, right? So get that local search down, make sure that when people are searching, they're finding you. The second step is to manage your brand online so we call reputation management so what that is is ensuring that you're soliciting reviews right once you start working working with clients it's so important that you ask them hey if you if you appreciated working with me i'd love it if you could leave me a review because it does a lot for your business that's Um, something
0: i need to start doing because i i don't do that
2: yeah and Hugely impactful for for multiple ways, right? Like clients looking for you and seeing that that's a testament to, you know, the type of business that you are and and what you've helped clients do, Um, but also to these platforms like Facebook, where you can leave reviews and like Google, where you can leave reviews, where again, you're engaging. And so they like to see that people are leaving you reviews and that you're responding to them. Um, so it's a twofold benefit. So we help clients manage that and ensure that that's happening, that people are, you know leaving reviews, soliciting, and we make it as easy as humanly possible. So that's another thing that, um, you know, psychology-wise, online, right? We've become a lazy society <laughs> because everything is right there. Everything is instant. Um, and so if it's not as easy as humanly possible, then people don't do it. Um, so one, one huge win, um, and we, we took a note off of this, right? You look at Uber, right? If you take an Uber, literally right when you get out of the car, (laughs) you get sent a Did you enjoy your ride? Please leave us a review. Um, it's the same with like Grubhub, Uber eats, right? As soon as you get your food, it's, were you happy with your delivery? please leave us a review. So the easier you make it for a client, the more likely they are to review you. So we help with that. Um, and then the last two pieces are, of course, we talked about paid ads. There is a time and a place and when it is is important and you should be introducing that into your marketing strategy. Um, and then there's the social piece. So for clients who You know, like that older gentleman I mentioned, he knows he needs to be on there. He doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't want to do it. Somebody else do it for me. So we manage that as well. And really those four core strategies, like Toya said, work together um, to build. So you can start, you know, one place and slowly layer on other pieces as it makes sense for your business and where you are in your journey and also as it makes sense for your budget.
0: So what has been the growth from someone who didn't have a website or then got a website and then came over to Rev local and you, and they followed those four strategies. What was their growth like in percentage? Was it like a 50, 75 or 150 today quadruple? What happened in that, in that status?
2: So, an, an example that I'd like to use um, is the clients that we work for um, that are, you know, service industry contractors. So, um, you know, one client was an HVAC client that we worked with. And when he started, it was him and a truck. That was his business, Um, you know, he's a master electrician. So he had all that going Um, and, you know, he he was getting, you know, onesie, twosie, word of mouth, you know, and he thought this is as good as it gets. Right. Right. This is how it works. I get word of mouth referrals and I just keep doing the do Um, and that hope that it's my business is going to grow organically because I'm doing a good job. Um, and as I do a good job, people are going to refer people to me. Um, but I think that he reached a place where you know it was time to grow. He had to grow um, to survive in in you know the climate that we're in. And you know, more right, people, right. during COVID, everybody decided they were going to start their own business. So, plus side, you got a lot of entrepreneurs. Downside you had a lot more competition than you had before. <laughs> um, and so in working with him, he went from him and one truck to like 30 guys and six trucks. So okay. Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, huge growth is possible.
1: Awesome.
2: Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, and not only that, but now he's expanding up into Wilmington. So he's like mastered this. And now he's like, all right, let me, let me expand my business into another market. Um, and, and you know, not not every business is going to want to grow that big, mm-hmm. but the possibilities are there. Um, and a good consultant, just like you guys are with your clients, right? A good consultant is going to find out personally, what do you want to do with your business? Where do you want to go with it? How can I help you get there? So whether it is super big or whether you, you're happy to stay small, but you want consistent work or you want clients that are going to pay more. I want the bigger fish. All of that can be handled through proper marketing. We have a question from China,
1: Antonia. She says, I don't ask for re- reviews, but have plenty that I've done work for. What is the best place to put it? Website, Google, yeah, Facebook, IG? Yeah.
2: So I would say, China, that honestly, all of them are valid. The more places you can get your clients to review you, the better but the number one place that you definitely want is Google. You absolutely want people reviewing you on Google. Um, And then what I would recommend as far as like, I see you put website, there are plugin tools where you can have the reviews that people have left you on Google, just plugged into your website, which is beautiful. And then not only that, but Google again likes it because, ooh, she's using our reviews. We're gonna serve up her website more often as a search result because she's utilizing our tools. That was great. That's interesting.
0: Yes, Google acts like a girl a, a girlfriend or boyfriend.
1: <laughs> she really use, does, right? She yeah, use me and I'll
0: do something for you. Yeah, use me and I'll do something. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Okay, I see how you work in Google. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. You even got
2: a build relationships with the algorithms too. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. And that's
2: exactly what it is. And that's it's funny because um, you know, we're Google Premier Partners and a lot of people kind of ask, like, well, what is, what does that even mean? Like what is a Google Premier Partner? And really it's a business that has built that relationship with Google where Google trusts us above other businesses because we've utilized their tools effectively for so long and helped so many clients grow their businesses utilizing their tools so that's another piece out there too guys if you're if you're thinking about talking with a marketing professional obviously i would love for you to call me um just- i would love for
0: you to call her too because she's good at what she does Yeah, too. she's honest and she's good and she's patient I talked her head off for about an hour and a half, but anyway, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed it though. Um, but, uh, but honestly, if you guys are looking to, you know, hmm, I think I might want to talk to a professional, um, you know, when you ask your, the question, does it matter if I talk to a, a Google Premier partner or just my local, you know, marketing shop, it does matter. Um, and it, it is worth talking to a Google Premier partner. Nice.
0: Nice. Oh, China has another comment. She says, I'm a word of mouth type of person. I want to grow. So, would email marketing be a start for growth? Go on, China. I don't so, know that question.
2: So, email marketing isn't really um, a start point, email marketing is really great to um, maintain the clients that you already have. Um, or, you know, if a client's already shown interest, um, you know, and you've already captured them in that, you know, email list that you have going, then yes, email marketing can be valuable, um, in retaining their interest. Um, but it's not a place that I would recommend you start. That's more a, uh, continuation and staying in front of people than it is, um, a start to growth, if that makes any sense
0: makes a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely does. Wow. Email marketing
2: yeah. is where you nurture kind of.
1: Correct. Go ahead and preach, dear marketing sister. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why, do, why do I feel like Nikia like handles people's email marketing campaigns? No. You no? <laughs> like, just said it was such like I confident. Want, no, I don't want to. I
0: don't I,
2: don't, I don't I am the one who hates marketing
0: so i'm definitely gonna
1: call you because i need to figure out
0: what to do yeah awesome. yeah i have to wait till i get me a house because i'm still sleeping on the street so she already knows that but yeah. we'll get that house soon and then i'll yes. be inside and we can talk it'll
2: take a
1: few minutes
0: yeah you can come to the dining room table and we can have yeah. some fun yeah
1: yeah
2: and would you like me to share that graphic yeah please okay, do so cool. um just gives people a little bit more information about me and what I do, um, and you know who RevLocal is. And that's really uh, Janet kind of already said it in the beginning, which I love her for it. But you know, our entire goal is to make sure that as a business, you're found, you're chosen. And that there are no barriers between you and your customer or you and your client doing business. So we make it as easy as humanly possible for that client to do business with you. Okay. Looking at this document, there's
1: one thing that I I know is the issue that, that our clients come to us sometimes. What do we do with bad reviews?
2: Yeah. So honestly, all reviews are good to an extent right? Because it shows engagement. It's, you know, it kind of goes back to that old, like even bad press is good press. press, Sorry about that. What's really important is that you're responding to those reviews. So that even if you, oh, I'm so sorry. No, No, don't be.
1: be. We're
0: we're online. These things happen. Where we have,
2: kids, kids, we right have kids from
1: home. We have <laughs> kids that run around naked. We have kids that crawl in my chair. We have husbands we have, that we walk have, in.
0: But we have a host that wears a scarf every time. You know what I mean? So to, <laughs> We're used to these things. Go right ahead.
2: Um, but it's the importance is that you're responding um, and that you're responding in a way that makes the customer and makes other potential customers feel like you're taking care of them. Right. So it's not the time to get in an argument, even if you're right. (laughs) You know, it is the time to acknowledge their feeling. um, And if you can fix it, Try to repair the relationship. That's all people want to see. Nobody believes that a business is going to be perfect or get it right every single time. So a negative review is not going to make or break you, um, but definitely engaging with that person. That's that's what people want to see when they read that negative review and they read your response and they say, oh, well, he did his best to make it right. Or she did her best to reach out. That's all I can ask from a business. Nice. And as
1: you guys can see down there, you see Antonia's, her phone number is there, her email is there. And you can see it's an it's accredited business, you know, by the BBB, their Google partner. I mean, they're certified. So definitely, if you need assistance with with this type of thing, with the marketing, you know, these folks can help you this, this chick right here can help you. Yes,
2: I can. And I would love to, I really do love working with businesses um, and helping, you know, if, if it makes sense for you to work with me, fantastic. If I can just point you in the right direction, I'm happy to do that too.
0: Well, great, great, great. We thank you so much for all the information you provided. I mean, some of it is just so, so much of it with such needed nuggets for each of us as individual and even collectively um no matter what business realm you are in you want to be found online you want clients clients equal money money equal i don't know it's a happiness to some people but money <laughs> equals you taking care of your responsibilities so if in order for you to take care of them they have to find you and if you're not like me, kind of living on the street right now, you've got to make yourself visible. So, come on. Let's get together. Let's get this house. Let's get on our Google My Business page. Let's contact Antonia. You don't
2: have a Google I'm, My
0: Business either? I said I'm on the street.
2: Dog, you really on the street? Yes,
0: I'm really on the street. I'm with Toya. I'm, I've been hanging out with her. And, uh, but anyway. with, Which Toya, because I'm Google-fied. Uh, I'm googled. Uh, I know Toya Williams is googled. Well, yeah, I know Toya Williams was googled. I thought that the, the headscarf one wasn't, but all right, well, never mind. So, just <laughs> me, just me is on the street
1: with no home, but I'm good. That's all right. It. We're working I'm on it, it, Janet. We're yeah, working on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's I got like, clients, though. I'm eating. I'm eating somewhere. Eating, I'm
0: eating,
1: eating. Yeah. That's yeah, and good. Like,
0: like Google yeah. yourself, guys. Google yourself. Yes. There, guys.
1: So Google I get it. plenty of yeah. hits when I Google myself. <laughs>
0: awesome. I love it. I'm a little concerned where this conversation is going. So now <laughs> it's time to do the
1: giveaway. Hey. Um,
0: um, yes. Who shall be our lucky winner of a wonderful Wonderful! Is it coffee mug? Is that what we're calling it? Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a coffee okay. mug. Coffee mug. Okay. Who's our lucky winner? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Oh well, I think China is the winner. That China is
1: the winner too. I think it's China. It's yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yay! Oh, okay, yay, China! <laughs>
0: Yeah, All a, right then, congratulations! A, a Chinese... Yes, congratulations!
1: Yeah, connect with us, sis, so you can get your mug. Awesome! And
0: this awesome, week, awesome. our wonderful sponsor, of Sultaful, is a place called Go Black Inc Um, Tori, so oh, okay. would you like to share?
1: Well, I can, but I'm. I mean, I'm changing some stuff, but I'll tell you real quick. Yeah, the you can actually do a call with me if you're interested in a live stream show such as this uh we will help you with your pre show if you need us to help you with connecting with the guests, creating the forms um creating social media, we can help you with that and we can do the whole production for you and then after production, if you want us to clip out some content for you for your for your uh um your your social media, if you want a podcast, we can send you that audio We can even help you with your podcast so we are all about live stream production and podcasting. And easily creating content for social because you can repurpose this live stream to all kinds of stuff. So yes, goblacking.com. That's me. And don't forget in
0: just about two weeks, I believe two and a half, maybe three, we have a phenomenal conference coming up um, called the VSA World, World Conference. And we have some fantastic speakers for you. We have Tasha Booth, we have Haley Thomas, we have Latoya Franklin, we have Peggy James, and it's all virtual. So you don't need, you could be like China and have your coffee mug and be at the conference writing and taking notes and learning all the information you need to, to have an awesome virtual assistant business. Remember, virtual assistant is the industry. What you do within the industry is anywhere from a content writer to an email marketer. It's all in between and there. So definitely join us, get your ticket, early bird tickets are gone. Yeah, they're gone. So now you have to purchase them at regular price, but it's so worth it at the vaworldconference.com. So we thank you for another great episode of Soulful. Antonio, any last remarks you'd like to
2: share besides come see you I just, your energy, ladies, is fantastic. I was addicted when I talked to Janet. And I was so excited to meet the other women that work with her. So thank you for sharing your positive energy with me. Thank you for sharing, um, you know, your support of other, you know, businesses. I think it's fantastic. And I think that having support like this for, for businesses, and I think especially for women, is so powerful. So thank you for doing what you ladies do. Thank you
0: no problem it's our pleasure well definitely definitely you know what it is you tune back next tuesday at what time at 4 p.m eastern standard time and you'll get another great edition of saltiful we'll see you soon bye-bye for now bye y'all hi and
1: welcome to saltiful